1: Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is a ministry, it's events, and it's a podcast all focused on building community and fellowship around Jesus and great Jiu-Jitsu. We were birthed from a Walking in Truth event called Pursuit. Four of us left one of these men's pursuits and the Lord all gave us the same download to create Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu. We've started by doing local events in North Texas, we're slowly but surely expanding those events to other markets across the country where we bring in professors and instructors, we learn awesome jiu-jitsu techniques, we hear a testimony about the gospel, we give away free Bibles, we offer prayer, and then we train hard. On top of this, we have a podcast that has really taken off that we have a lot of fun with, Look us up on all platforms. We love Walking in Truth, and we appreciate the affiliation with them and the covering that they give us. Thank you to all the leaders at Walking in Truth. Everyone at Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is truly appreciative.
0: Exodus 9, Egyptian cattle die. Then the Lord said to Moses, go to Pharaoh and speak to him. Thus says the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, let my people go that they may serve me. For if you refuse to let them go and continue to hold them, behold, the hand of the Lord will come with a very severe pestilence on your livestock, which are in the field, on the horses, on the donkeys, on the camels, on the herds and on the flocks. But the Lord will make a distinction between the livestock of Israel and the livestock of Egypt so that nothing will die of all that belongs to the sons of Israel. The Lord set a definite time, saying, Tomorrow the Lord will do this thing in the land. So the Lord did this thing on the next day, and all the livestock of Egypt died. But of the livestock of the sons of Israel, not one died. Pharaoh sent, and behold, there was not even one of the livestock of Israel dead. But the heart of Pharaoh was hardened, and he did not let the people go. The plague of boils. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, take for yourselves handfuls of soot from a kiln and let Moses throw it toward the sky in the sight of Pharaoh. It will become fine dust over all the land of Egypt and will become boils breaking out with sores on man and beast through all the land of Egypt. So they took soot from a kiln and stood before Pharaoh and Moses threw it toward the sky and it became boils breaking out with sores on man and beast. The magicians could not stand before Moses because of the boils, for the boils were on the magicians as well as on all the the Egyptians. And the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he did not listen to them, just as the Lord had spoken to Moses. Then the Lord said to Moses, Rise up early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh and say to him, Thus says the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, Let my people go, that they may serve me, For this time I will send all my plagues on you and your servants and your people so that you may know that there is no one like me on all the earth. For if by now I had put forth my hand and struck you and your people with pestilence, you would have been cut off from the earth. But indeed, for this reason, I have allowed you to remain in order to show you my power and in order to proclaim my name through all the earth. Still you exalt yourself against my people by not letting them go. The plague of hail. Behold, about this time tomorrow I will send a very heavy hail. Such has not been seen in Egypt from the day it was founded until now. Now therefore send, bring your livestock and whatever you have in the field to safety. Every man and beast that is found in the field and is not brought home when the hail comes down on them will die. The one among the servants of Pharaoh who feared the word of the Lord made his servants and his livestock flee into the houses. But he who paid no regard to the word of the Lord left his servants and his livestock in the field. Now the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand toward the sky that hail may fall on all the land of Egypt, on man and on beast and on every plant of the field throughout the land of Egypt. Moses stretched out his staff toward the sky and the Lord sent thunder and hail and fire rain down on the, ran down on the earth and the Lord rained hail on the land of Egypt. So there was hail and fire flashing continually in the midst of the hail, very severe, such as had not been in all the land of Egypt since it became a nation. The hail struck all that was in the field through all the land of Egypt, both man and beast. The hail also struck every plant of the field and shattered every tree of the field Only in the land of Goshen, where the sons of Israel were, there was no hail. Then Pharaoh sent for Moses and Aaron and said to them, I have sinned this time. The Lord is is the righteous one, and I and my people are the wicked ones. Make supplication to the Lord, for there has been enough of God's thunder and hail, and I will let you go, and you shall stay no longer. Moses said to him, "As soon as I go out of the city, I will spread out my hands to the Lord, and the thunder will cease, and there will be hail no longer, that you may know that the earth is the Lord's. But as for you and your servants, I know that you do not yet fear the Lord God. Now the flax and the barley were ruined, for the barley was in the ear, and the flax was in bud, but the wheat and the svelt were not ruined." For they ripen late. So Moses went out of the city from Pharaoh and spread out his hands to the Lord. And the thunder and the hail ceased and rain no longer poured on the earth. But when Pharaoh saw that the rain and hail and the thunder had ceased, he sinned again and hardened his heart, he and his servants. Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he did not let the sons of Israel go, just as the Lord had spoken through Moses. So in the beginning of this process with the plagues, you can see how, you know, God's just making it uncomfortable for them. God's just kind of showing them, uh, I mean, the Egyptians were really big on cleanliness. They, lots of bathing, lots of, this. they're very serious about unclean things. The frogs, that was not something that they enjoyed. And the fact that it wasn't just in their presence in their space it was on their beds it was on their being it those frogs were just taking over well they're they're not clean animals so they that of course was a big uh problem for them but it really makes them uncomfortable and then the gnats uncomfortable and the flies uncomfortable but then you can see where god moves from really the warnings into judgments and then of course on to wrath but with the cattle so here you can see With all the cattle, you know, um, it's wiping out the livestock in the field and the horses and the donkeys and the camels and on the herds and on the flocks. But God made a distinction between. That's, That's a big key. Now it's not just these warnings that's surrounding us because, I mean, the blood or the water being turned to blood. Well, that's there for everyone to see the nile being turned to blood everybody looks at that and it, it it really is a hindrance on all but then you saw whenever he said that the flies were going to be an issue here but not in goshen so he starts to separate his people from the egyptians and here you can see it where he says it's gonna and it's gonna affect you and your animals but not one animal of the sons of israel will be affected by this and sure enough they go through and look and it says the lord will make a distinction between the livestock of israel and the livestock of egypt so that nothing will die of all that belongs to the sons of israel so now he's starting to see this definite separation but again Pharaoh is at a point that he's so frustrated, he's so just just divided amongst himself, not just in his room surrounding him and his people who are going, come on, please just let him go. But also within him, there's this struggle going on and he just can't give in, he can't. Now his pride has reached that point that he's he feels like he's gonna look like a lesser person, For finally giving in and being bested. But God's increasing more and more. Where it was just a little bit of a hindrance and an annoyance. Now it's starting to affect their livelihood. Their business. And even with like the boils. The boils go from being around unclean things. To now having uncleanliness on you. So sores and sickness and all this that's just now affecting them personally it's increasing the level and becoming worse and worse and um, still Pharaoh's heart was hardened and he didn't let him go so what they're wanting to do is they're wanting to keep God's law they're wanting to be set free but this whole travel for three days and and um, you know sacrifice an animal to me that was Them honoring a high holiday, which they haven't been able to do for a long time. They had not been able to do that with a sacrificial anything. So they're wanting to show their honor for God. And Pharaoh is dishonoring God with his pride. And it's getting to a boiling point. Well, <clears throat> we know that something eventually has to give. Well, Father, I just pray that in my life, when I've, when I'm not listening, when I'm being stubborn, when I'm figuring that my way's better, when I've, for whatever reason, is there uh, through my lack of having accountability around me or lack of listening to wise counsel, whenever I've decided that my way is the best way and I've come up against you and opposed you. Father, I just pray that that you could set me straight before we hit that boiling point. That you could open my eyes, open my ears, that I can see that I'm out of line. Because, Father, I want nothing more than to be right in line with you. I would like for my life to be a plumb line to what is righteous. To where I can... I wouldn't have to be as concerned about where my feet are being set because I'm only setting them where you tell me to Father, please help me to, um, to not have a hardened heart, but to be diligent in seeking you and your way for me, for my family, for my ministry, for my business, uh, for years to come. In Jesus name, amen. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries, Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax free and risk free retirement. Give me a call at 817 903 2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to, to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIP Ministries. God bless.